Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Tuesday, September 3rd at noon, so let's get after it. In the first quarter, the popular narrative used to explain and justify the sharp rally in stocks was that the global economy was bottoming and would reaccelerate in the second half of the year. That story rested on hopes for more fiscal stimulus from China, a resilient U.S. economy that still had legs from the tax cuts, and robust corporate profits that would lead to more capital spending, hiring, and wage growth for the consumer. We disagreed with that narrative, suggesting the global economy would likely not bottom in the first quarter as China did less than expected on the fiscal front and the U.S. economy came under pressure from weaker U.S. corporate profits. We argued that corporate profits would disappoint, and therefore so would capital spending and eventually other corporate activity affecting the economy, including hiring and wage increases. We were also skeptical that a trade deal with China would be achieved, and that would only further weigh on corporate confidence. Fast forward to today, and it's safe to say that the global economy has disappointed most expectations this year. Meanwhile, U.S. corporate profits and capital spending have disappointed this year, too. Despite these twin headwinds, the U.S. economy remains okay with GDP growing slightly above 2%, thanks to a resilient U.S. consumer. Since last October, I've been steadfast in my call for a U.S. profits recession this year and skeptical of a big second-half recovery. Now with second quarter earnings season throwing cold water on the second half recovery and profits, S&P 500 third quarter EPS expectations are down to negative 2.5%, well below the half a percentage growth in the first half of this year. For the S&P 600 and 400, the small and mid-cap companies, the third quarter EPS forecasts are even weaker, coming in at negative 7.5% growth. A year ago, the consensus estimate for the third quarter of this year was for positive 10% growth when our model first called for an earnings recession. Based on that same model, fourth quarter and next year's estimates still look way too high. An even broader measure of U.S. corporate profits that includes all the private companies shows the same negative trends as the S&P small and mid-caps. This matters because the bullish narrative today is that while the industrial manufacturing part of the economy is weak, the U.S. consumer remains strong, so the U.S. economy can avoid a further slowdown or recession. While that may be true for now, this profit trend is bad and getting worse. Such a broad profits recession, if it doesn't get better soon, is what could lead to layoffs. And today's release of the latest manufacturing survey increases that risk. Obviously, such an outcome would negatively affect the U.S. consumer. And on that score, we're already seeing companies take action on labor by reducing the number of hours worked and hiring at a much slower pace than last year. While it's not clear whether layoffs are coming, the risk is elevated, and it's unlikely the third quarter earnings season will bring much comfort given the newly enacted tariffs that kick in this week. Therefore, I continue to expect further downside in U.S. equity markets this quarter and believe the S&P 500 will trade to 2,700. We recommend staying defensively oriented in portfolios until then, overweight long-duration treasury bonds, utilities, and consumer staple stocks, and be careful with secular growth stocks that aren't priced for a weaker labor market and higher risk of recession. Thanks for listening, and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.